Welcome to the Whole Mind Wellness Podcast, a show where you will learn strategies, tools, and insights to overcome life's challenges. Get ready to empower yourself and live the life you deserve with your host, Monica Pitek Fugetti, a licensed practicing and nationally certified counselor. Welcome back to the show. My name is Monica Pitek Fugetti, and I am your host. So today, I want to talk a little bit about motivation. I've been speaking to a lot of clients lately, and people just in general, including myself, who have been struggling with lack of motivation. And so I kind of want to get to the bottom of this and talk a little bit about what might cause lack of motivation, and then more importantly, what to do about it, right? So there's a couple things that can trigger us or fuel us to not be motivated. Not having clear values, not having clear goals, maybe there's some depression going on, there could be changes in your environment. And when we say changes in your environment, I mean even small changes and even good changes in the environment can cause you to not feel motivated to do anything. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but any kind of change is, it's kind of like a shock to our system. And so that can make us feel like we don't want to move forward. There's also can be a lack of coping skills. Maybe there's a lot going on for you right now and you just don't know how to cope and it just becomes overwhelming and it is too much input coming into your autonomic nervous system. You might lack some self-confidence. Maybe you're doing something new or maybe you are feeling like you can't do something. Something might be a little bit too overwhelming to you. And then also the fixed mindset. So the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset is one word. A fixed mindset is yes, but a growth mindset is yes, and. If you're struggling with a fixed mindset, you're probably seeing all of the negative and all of the reasons why you will not be able to reach your goals or all of the things that might stand in the way. So I wanna talk a little bit about all of these things and then I'm gonna give you a resource that you can download and can help you, especially with the values part. So I'm a big fan of having clear values. And I wrote a ebook, it's a workbook on this about showing up for yourself and being able to define your values. So the difference between a value and a goal is a value is more of what you believe and what you want. Like a value would be respect. The goal is the actual achievement, the tangible thing that you can point to. A lot of the times people reverse these and and we think the goal is the main thing, our eyes on the prize, right? We hear that a lot. A goal can be meaningless without a value. And a lot of the times when we're working towards something and we think, I don't understand, I'm not motivated, I have this big goal and, and I just can't get myself to do anything. Well, maybe your goal doesn't necessarily fit your values. So before you're sitting down with your goals, figure out what your values are. My workbook will really help you to do that. It, it it has strategies and it has different exercises that you can do. Super easy, super easy to read, understand, and it'll really help clarify things for you. But I want to go into the two aspects of motivation a little bit. So two things play a part when we're thinking about motivation. One is when you have something that energizes and inspires you to take action. So that's something that can help you to feel motivated. So I 
know for myself that when I'm feeling inspired, I want to just do things and I can just be have laser vision and focus about sitting down and doing what I need to do. Now, where I get overwhelmed is when I get too stimulated with all of the things that I have to do. And that's when I have to start breaking things down a little bit. So the passion and the inspiration is still there, but then I get blocked by, oh my gosh, there's a lot that I have to do to be where I want to be. But when I have that inspiration, it at least keeps me going. And the second one is recognizing and dealing with the barriers that stand in your way. And I kind of touched on that a little bit. Barriers being, for me anyways, like if I'm feeling overwhelmed or uh, could be going back to self-confidence. I don't feel like I'm good enough. I feel like imposter. I don't know about you, but I struggle with imposter syndrome a lot. And I feel like, oh my gosh, people are going to find me out that I just don't really know what I'm doing. And I know that's not true logically. I know what I'm doing. And I know that I'm good at what I do, but I still feel sometimes like I'm imposing on somebody else's world. And I know a lot of you out there feel that way. So here are some things that you can do. You can write down what inspires you to take action. So for instance, uh, I don't know, maybe you want a promotion at your work. Maybe you want work-life balance. Maybe you just want to feel like you're making a difference. Whatever it is, take some time to sit down and write down what inspires you to take action. Then the next step is write down what stands in your way. So maybe uh, work-life balance, maybe that's something that would inspire you to take action. But what stands in your way is you've got a lot of work to do and your job is super demanding and things are expected of you. And you've got 25 things on your to-do list. You have three kids, you have a spouse, you have a lot of other responsibilities that you have to do. And it's creating a barrier for you to have that work-life balance. So then once you have that list, then I want you to write down all of the things that you have control over. So you have control over your mindset. You have control over your sleep for the most part. I know a lot of the times people make this excuse, I can't get enough sleep. You can get enough sleep. Just make time for enough sleep. You have control over that. It's a choice. You have control over the food that you put in your body. Nutrition is really, really important. Exercise. You have control over whether or not you exercise. Now, you may not be able to get full hour in of exercise, but I, my theory behind exercise is you should do what you like for as, for as long as is relevant so that it's sustainable. I wouldn't recommend going an hour a day every day if that's not sustainable for you. So once you have that list of the things that you can control, what I want you to do is write down a list of the things that you cannot control. So this list might be a little bit longer even, maybe a little shorter. So maybe you can't control extracurricular activities. You have a couple kids and they've got a lot of sporting activities or whatnot. You can't control that and you have to be there. You have to drive them around for that. You may not be able to control the demands that your boss is putting on you. Can't control that. Whatever it is for you, have that list. So now you've got two columns, right? You've got a column of the things that I can't control, and you have a column of the things that I cannot control. So now I want you to look at the things that you cannot control, and I want you to think about what you can do about those things. Because you have choices. You always have choices. And the choices are three. You can either choose to remain in that setting 
and complain. You can remain in that setting and accept it and make the most of it, or you can change the setting. The choice is yours. But that choice is really important because that informs us of what it is that maybe we want to control. Some of us like to sit in that space where we're just complaining. There are people out there that just like to victimize themselves. And so you want to make sure that maybe you're not that person. That's not a really great look. So I would recommend not. So in looking at your choices of the things that you cannot control, make the choice of what you want to do. Do you want to sit around and complain? Do you want to make a change? What is it that you want to do? Now you're looking at the list of the things that you can control. So you can control your self-care. Now, I know there's a lot of excuses out there to avoid self-care, and a lot of the times it's timing, but let me tell you something. Those who want to do something will find a way, and if you don't, you'll find an excuse. Find a way for self-care, and it's so important, and the reason it's so important is because it resets your nervous system so that you can be in a state of calm. And if you're not in a state of calm, then you're not really getting higher order thinking to your frontal lobe where your prefrontal cortex is, and that's where your rational and logical thoughts are. Because when you're overwhelmed, you're probably sitting in a state of anxiety. And when you're sitting in a state of anxiety, your amygdala is activated and it cannot get any information through to that prefrontal cortex. And I'm not gonna go into a whole lot of that right now, but I will go into that in future episodes. I want you then to write down how you can maybe rework your day, what you can do to help yourself to practice that self-care. It might not be meditation. Meditation is tough for me. I don't do it. I'm going to be honest with you. That's a tough one for me. Mindfulness is a lot more accessible for me because mindfulness is something you can do every minute of every day. And when I start to feel overwhelmed with something, I take a pause and I just kind of look around, maybe I'll do a grounding of three things I can see, hear, touch. Maybe I will just reset my brain and, and tell myself, focus on what's happening right now, and then I can reset. Diaphragmatic breathing is a really good one too. That's where you inhale, push out your belly while you inhale for eight seconds, hold for two seconds, and then exhale for five seconds. Cold water is a really good one too. That one activates the cranial nerve on your the facial nerve which is I don't know fourth cranial nerve I'm not even sure but it's a cranial nerve anyways and it activates through uh, your face and it sends signals to your vagus nerve to stay into a state of calm so those are some things that you can do as well I also want you to look back at the things that I listed at the very very beginning and ask yourself which one of these fit me right now and really just sit with yourself for a little bit. We don't take enough time just sitting with ourselves and allowing space for ourselves. We allow space for everybody else, but not ourselves. And this is a good time to be able to allow space for yourself. Be honest too. I know that there's a lot of wanting to be a certain way, but you have to be honest. Like, who am I right now? Do I have a fixed mindset right now? I don't wanna have a fixed mindset. So now I know what to challenge. I really spend a lot of time when I'm speaking with clients about values because values can diffuse ourselves from the actual emotion so that we can think a little bit more clearly. So I have a really great, as I mentioned, a really great workbook that can help you with this. And I'm going to give you the link to that. I'm also going to put it on my show notes, but it is called The Art of Showing Up. And you can find it at payhip, P-A-Y-H-I-P dot com slash B 
slash KZA6. You'll find that workbook there. Uh, I have another ebook as well about managing anxiety on there too. You can also just go to payhip.com and type in Monica Pitek Fugedi, P-I-T-E-K-F-U-G-E-D-I. You can find it there as well. I also have it on my website, wholemindwellnessplc.com. So you can go ahead and take a look over there. There's also some really good videos that uh, might be able to help you. I hope that you found this helpful for you today. I would love it if you would leave a comment on the App Store. Shoot me an email, monica at wholemindwellness, and let me know what you think. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, things that you want to know about, then please shoot me an email and let me know. I'm happy to talk about it. I've also started blogging. I blog on my website, Whole Mind Wellness PLLC, and there I just write articles about things that might be able to help you, some things that I see in my practice that lots of people might be struggling with, and it, it just allows you to have access to things there. And that's going to be it for the show. I hope that you enjoyed the show today. Wherever you are, I hope it's a beautiful day. Make it a good one. And remember, you are worth the effort it takes to live an empowered life. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Whole Mind Wellness Podcast. If you like what you hear, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star rating and review. You can follow Whole Mind Wellness on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening.